Yeah. It's Friday. It's Friday all day. And that's a good thing. Why isn't TikTok working? TikTok, why aren't you working? Check this out. Uh, oh, there we are. TikTok's working. It was a little slow. So, if you're just tuning in, if you've just caught this delayed start, it's Friday. Happy Friday. My name is Sean Shapiro. This is Ask a Traffic Cop, that show on the internet that allows you to ask a traffic cop questions about stuff and things. You know, traffic law, traffic safety, police stuff. And uh, my name is Sean Shapiro, and I'm here to help. That's it. That's my goal. want to help you. want to make sure and demystify all these uh, traffic-related things because we want you to know the right thing to do. That way you don't end up doing stuff that you didn't understand, and then you get charged for stuff that you did but didn't know was illegal. I can't stop you from breaking the law. You can either take the information I give you and choose to break the law anyway, but if you didn't know it was illegal or unsafe, if I can help you either save money by not getting ticketed, maybe save a life, that's really the priority, uh, then I will be very happy. We are currently broadcasting on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and the platform formerly known as Twitter, now referred to as X. And on X, uh, the plat- on the platform X, see, on X sounds like a corporation, because it is. Uh, on the platform formerly known as uh, Twitter, um, we have the posting every morning as to where our Vision Zero Enforcement Team officers are assigned. And we'll talk about that in just one second. If you are uh, noticing now in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen, it says Replay Podcast. Yeah, it's available after. Did I upload yesterday's? I may not have. There were stuff and things going on. I had to run out of the office, take care of some some out-of-the-office stuff before coming back and attending the Gatehouse Gala, uh, which was to raise money for the most amazing the most amazing charity. Uh, and and uh, well, there's more. We'll talk about it. Gatehouse Org. I talked about it yesterday. I'll talk about it again today. Uh, so you can download the replay. You can also subscribe to our other podcast called, well, our actual podcast called TPS Traffic Jam. Uh, what the replay is is just every day's replay. Okay, let's let's uh, let's talk about uh, who's here, who's saying hello. Tim Shallow is first one in the room, who says good sh- good morning, Sean, and happy Friday or Friday. It's the same thing. Uh, we've got uh, Akela with greetings and salutations. Zombie with greetings and salutations. No. Zombie with Happy Friday. Uh, Avandro, who comes in and uh, once again says, Good morning, everybody. Your Brazilian fan watching again. Sean Chen with a uh, fry yay. Uh, we've got questions from Avandro. We'll get to that. How was the How was the event? The event was wonderful. Uh, good people, good food, uh, good, well, good art. There was some art. There was a good auction. I didn't buy anything, but uh, there, there was auctions happening. Share out of the way. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was good, and there'll be another one next year. So if you missed this year and you want to come next year, that'll happen. Go check out the gatehouse door, the gatehouse.org and you can. It's probably too early to get advertising for next year's event that has yet to be planned, but you know, uh, do special constables respond to calls? We have questions there. Uh, do, do, do illegal? Oh, 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 interesting questions about e-bikes and generators. Okay, I like Akela's uh, thoughts here. Uh, decals on a vehicle. We can talk about that. Big Jeff Fresh with a happy Friday. Okay, before we get into stuff and things, let's address 
Vision Zero enforcement team. Where are they? What do they do? What do they mean? Why are we? Why? Why? Why do they? Why? Why? Uh, Vision Zero enforcement team are a group of dedicated officers that go out and try and change driver behavior one ticket at a time, and they do that one, one ticket at a time. They they focus on the big four: speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, impaired driving. Those are the behaviors that lead to serious injury and death on our roads more often than the other things. You know, like oh, I don't know if your plate is expired. Yeah, it doesn't kill anybody, but it's not lawful. So. It's not that they won't enforce other things. Their focus is on the stuff that leads to serious injury and death on our road. Now, you can find out where they are every day by going to Traffic Services on X. Uh, you can go to Instagram or Facebook. They both, or all three of them, post uh, the locations of their focus every day. Uh, so today, where are they? Vision Zero is in 52 Division and 55 Division. That's Kensington, Chinatown, Bay Street Corridor, the beaches, Riverdale, Danforth, East York, neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. And uh, you know what? People like to know when we're around. Very often there's a belief, and I'm, I'm actually going to talk about uh, my buddy Stu. I spoke to Stu this morning. Stu is a retired member of the service who may or may not be listening right now. Uh, but we were, uh, we were recording a video and we were discussing things and, and he said, you know, the more, majority of people like and appreciate the police and a very small percentage of people are, are vocally anti-police. And uh, obviously the anti-police people are not reading these messages and finding them good, uh, not enjoying them, but the people who live in these neighborhoods like to know that we're there. And that's why we post these things. That's why we talk about where they are every day. Because if you live in those neighborhoods, you'd wanna know. If you've got neighborhood complaints when it comes to traffic concerns, if you have specific vehicles that you wanna report that are doing stuff and things that they shouldn't be, know that you can go to tps.ca. You can actually file a number of different types of reports directly from our website. And uh, while I won't show you where that is, because I'll let you have an exploratory mission of the website on your own, there's lots of things you can do uh, online in a very, very efficient way. I hope everybody is ready for a long weekend. This is one of those things that uh, is, is always nice. I didn't even realize that it was a long weekend until it was mentioned uh, earlier this week. I, I was just ready to come back here and show up for work every day. I, but I was, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm looking forward to, uh, to more time with my kiddos. But that begs the question, what are you going to do this long weekend? Is it party time? Is it uh, clean up and, you know, fall? Is it, is it fall cleaning a thing? Uh, what are you going to do with your time? And uh, whatever you do with your time, uh, let's, let's aim for fewer, if not, actually, let's aim for zero impaired drivers. Now, obviously, if you're watching this channel, you are probably already up on the no and wouldn't dare uh, get behind the wheel of a motor vehicle while under the influence of drugs or alcohol. But... Sadly, we still arrest people on a regular basis. I'll be posting a video uh, later on today talking about the number of people that were arrested last weekend. Now, if you look at the weekend before and the two or three weeks before that, um, we were getting, well, we've been getting well, between 15 and 23 people every weekend. And that's, that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable uh, that there are people out there to be caught. That people who would choose to take or put others' lives at risk, including their own, uh, just because they don't want to take a taxi because of a cost of a, a ride or they, they don't like buses or trains. and Somebody made the excuse, somebody that was arrested made the excuse. They said, I don't use rideshare when I'm drunk. Because that's logical, right? No. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we have, let me just see who's in the room on TikTok. Some names. Tracy, good morning. Chuck, good morning. Dave, how you doing? Mike. Uh, Julian, Jordan, Tamara, Lynn followed me. Hey, thanks for the follow. 
Jordan, I got Julian, did I say Elmay, uh, Benji Santos, Hermes, I got lots of folks coming in here. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope you're all having a great day. Aim Mango, it's your username, Cold Laker. Uh, Ing, uh, it's Aim Mangu, I, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I, I, I'm messing it up, I'm gonna try. Mangu, no, it keeps updating. Barb Co, how you doing? Hope, good morning, I'm trying Aim's name again. It's Mangu Lebanon. I, I, I hope, hopefully I did not make uh, that, that too messy, but uh, good morning. Uh, okay, Brown and Fence Post, okay, cool. Uh, let's get back to some questions because they're there and ready and waiting. And JD, thank you so much. Uh, JD is here to um, moderate today. He's been busy out and about and all sorts of busyness happening, uh, but he's back in the office and, and taking care of us as the mod. So Evandro with the first question of the day, is there any type of different penalty for those who use a driver's license from another country because those people don't get points in their driver's license? Um, penalties are the same, points are the same. Uh, the, the the fact that they may or may not make it to their home country for the purposes of um, you know being added to their license back home here in Ontario uh, that would still I believe work towards a suspension. So if you're suspended here, you're going to be suspended here. Uh, so we might keep our own tally, and I, I believe that's how it works. I'm, it's, it's somewhat of a guess. Um, at the end of the day, you can be suspended here, and then you would be suspended from driving here regardless of where your license is issued. Uh, but the same, the penalty is the same. It's regardless of where your license is issued. Do special constables respond to calls? They don't go to 911 calls. They don't go to calls requiring a firearm in response. And that's that's what 911 calls are. They're priority calls uh, with a high risk. Uh, they don't, we wouldn't send an unarmed person to a priority call. They do go to calls that can be completed by way of a report. Uh, my understanding, they take a number of, of statements and, and assist uh, frontline police uh, in all sorts of different ways throughout the city. So they are a valuable tool that we use. Did, did I just call them all tools? No. Apparently they call us dinosaurs. Little backstory. Um, if you join the police service in a certain uh, role, your badge number starts with a certain number. Mine starts with 99 because I started as a court officer, at, at least in paid service, and uh, 99 denotes court officer, or at least did, because after a while, special constables started with different numbers. So I, I heard recently from a special constable that uh, uh, with, with love, they refer to us old people with nine nines as dinosaurs, which I actually find tremendously appealing, or at least funny. Um, Akela, here's the question from Akela to Cronus. If you had a legal e-bike, but charged the battery using a portable generator, let's say it could fit on the rack behind the rider, is it still an e-bike? That is a very interesting question. I actually don't think that would be unlawful. I don't think it would. Because you haven't changed the drivetrain, you haven't changed anything about the bike except that you're charging the battery whilst moving. But it's a good question. I don't have a good answer. I don't think it would be a violation. At very least, I don't think the law is in a position to address it the way it could. Anyway. Uh, I will have to explore it more, but I, I really don't think there's anything wrong with it. Uh, other than it might be noisy, annoying, and maybe an I Could it be an idling thing? It's not a motor vehicle? Mm, no. Okay. Can you have decals? You Can you have any decals you want on your vehicle, or are there illegal ones if they're offensive? I think you're okay unless it is hate speech. I think the hate speech laws would, would impact ones that were falling into the category of hate. Um, offensive? Anything could be offensive. You could put... You know, the logo for Cheerios and someone would get offended because that's 
the world we live in today. Um, I, I think as long as you're not in the hate realm, you'd probably be okay. And as long as you're not obstructing any windows or mirrors or, or, or you know, it's on the body of the vehicle, I don't, I don't think much of it. I don't think it would be much of an issue. Uh, Deep has a question. If I go 160 in a 60 will, with a bottle of tequila in my hand, will they arrest me? I, I would most definitely arrest you. Uh, if you're just holding a tequila uh, bottle and it's sealed, that's not actually part of the problem. I'd actually arrest you for doing 160 and a 60 as criminal dangerous driving. That's not just speeding. It's stunt, but it's also criminal dangerous. A 60 kilometer an hour zone doing that speed is, is absolutely a dangerous uh, mode of, uh, or, or activity um, that would qualify in my opinion. Yeah, you're doing that in Young Street? I'm going to arrest you. Uh, Jordan Crosby. Is there such a thing as a detective in Canada? Uh, do you mean private detective, like uh, private investigator? They commonly, they're called private investigators, not private detectives, but it's essentially it, you know, the same thing. Uh, what do we have detectives here? We have, if you work in our detective office and we have uh, a investigative office and when you are in the office, your rank is, when I worked in the detective's office, my rank was no longer police constable. I was temporarily reassigned as a detective constable. Uh, if you are a sergeant working in a detective office, you are a detective. So yes, we have detectives in Canada. Uh, if you are a uh, a staff sergeant in a detective role, you are a, de a detective sergeant. Uh, it's somewhat confusing for everyone, <laughs> but that's the way it rolls. In the NYPD, which is a different structure, uh, you write a test and you go a different stream. So uh, when I came out of the detective uh, constable role, I was back to being a police constable. When an NYPD officer becomes a detective. They're a detective forever. They can go up a rank structure within the detective bureau, uh, and and or they can be a patrolman never going to the detective role. Uh, two different streams. And when you see officers in the NYPD in uniform, you, if you look at their shield, their shield might be a detective shield, even though they're in uniform. So it is an interesting uh, way of doing things. And every agency in, is going to be different. RCMP has different rank structure than we do here. I, I believe the OPP has a slightly different rank structure as well. Well, I know they do, but I, I don't know how it differs. There's quite, well, OPP, anyway, I'm not going to start talking about things I don't understand or, or don't know well enough to give you good information on. Uh, but yeah, we do have detectives in Canada. What are the rules on e-scooters in Niagara? I don't live or work or know the Niagara law when it comes to their bylaws and whether or not they've adopted the uh, the actual um, pilot. But I will talk about the pilot. And I happen to have a link here. If you go to trafficop.ca, that will take you to uh, a page, a page called a link tree. And the link tree is my link tree. And on that link tree, I put useful stuff and things. Uh, the one that I'm gonna refer to is this one. It's the, uh, here we go, riding an e-bike, the Ontario page. It talks about the, the, the requirements in order to be qualified as an e-bike in the province of Ontario. Uh, so it's a power-assisted bicycle, electric bicycle, e-bike, bicycle with electric motor that has a handlebar for steering, working pedals, two or three wheels, an electric motor braking system, and in order to be legally operated on Ontario roads must be, um, actually they don't even get into the details here. That's not enough information. Wait, 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 maybe it's down here. E-bike requirements, okay. So you have to be 16 or older, wear an approved bicycle or motorcycle helmet. The e-bike has to be in good working order and follow the same rules as other cyclists. But in order to be considered an e-bike, 
it cannot be capable of going to a uh, more than 32 kilometers an hour, a maximum weight of 120 kilos, a motor not exceeding 500 watts, no modifications to allow the, to exceed the power output greater than 500 watts, and assisted speed uh, greater than 32 kilometers. Oh, and an assisted, interesting wording there. Uh, let's see here, battery and electric motor securely fastened, all electric terminals properly. They really go into some details here. Blah, 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 stopping surface. Yeah, they got some good stuff here. Anyway, those are the rules surrounding it. You can get that by going to trafficcop.ca. Uh, let's see here. But Niagara either opted in or did not opt in, and that is up to them. Uh, ba -ba good morning from the UFT. They say, we could use the zero en enforcement team on campus. Vision zero enforcement team. It's not zero enforcement. They do lots of enforcement. Um, we have noticed a lot of drivers disobeying stop signs at our heavily traveled pedestrian intersections. If it's a, if it's a street that is an actual, uh, you know, city street, uh, where it's an actual road covered by the Highway Traffic Act, that would be enforceable. If it's on private property, which many uh, times parking lots are, uh, then it can't be enforced. But there, there would be no uh, ticket to write for that. Uh, unless it was something classified as careless. Well, no, careless driving wouldn't go there either. It would have to be criminal dangerous or stunned. Okay, here we got questions from Michael about high flow cats. We've got Elme who has a question from TikTok. One second, things just re, re, uh, re upped. One moment, please. I scrolled far, too far back. Uh, there we go. So Elme has a question about stealth camping. Uh, Jordan Crosby, thinking about school. Okay, we'll talk about this in a second. Uh, Brother-in-law from San Diego. Okay, one second, we'll go there. A good morning from LinkedIn. I don't know who that is because it just says LinkedIn user. Your profile is is secret squirrel locked down. Uh, what do you got here? We got Dr. Nick with a question. Halloween decorating after Thanksgiving dinner. This is what uh, zombies doing this weekend. Um. <laughs> uh, quite, okay, cop, talk, so, talking about uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, dinosaurs, very cool. Uh, what happens if you receive a letter, okay, about complaints? Cool, we'll talk about that. What happens when you're out of province vehicle, okay, about tint? When I learned to, to bike ride, I was told no riding on sidewalk. Okay, we'll talk about that. Uh, oh. While we're looking for other things, let's talk about Chase, who says, I wish cars had multiple horn tones. A quick beep would be great, sometimes instead of over, overly aggressive honk. Well, in European cars, they have city and highway honkers. Uh, they have different uh, uh, button uh, selector for what type of horn loudness, I think it is, or which whether it's a full blast or half blast. But that whole quick beep beep versus a honk is really uh, manual right now. You tap or you hold. Uh, very, They're very capable of producing both sounds. I personally would like the one from the Dukes of Hazard. I, I need to now program it. Uh, can I use my dirt bike? Why? It's funny. We This question was asked and answered yesterday. I'm assuming you didn't hang out for the answer. But can I use my dirt bike on the street without blue plate? No. Dirt bikes are not legal for the road. They're dirt bikes. They're off-road vehicles. Uh, if you used a dirt bike on the street, blue plate, green plate, orange plate, uh, any kind of plate. There's no plate that would allow a dirt bike to be on the road, unless it was a dual purpose, and then you'd have a standard motorcycle plate uh, and would allow you to be on the road. Additionally, you'd be licensed, insured, and properly, uh, you know, uh, everything, safety. 
Hopefully you stuck around long enough to hear the answer or watch the replay, but I'm guessing you didn't. Okay, Sanjay, where are you allowed to stunt drive? What a good question. Uh, what was the driving factor in becoming a police officer from Jordan? We'll come back to that. Stephen Moore, how you doing? Uh, understand front plate normal cars, but for hyper cars, Michael wants to know about front plates. Okay. Uh, Banky, Banky wants to know what happens if you don't, what is this? If you don't hear a fire truck siren, okay. Uh, Dee Dee wants to know if you get your license suspended for non-payment of tickets, how long does it take to get back? Cool. With 17 tickets in the hopper, let me go back and, uh, well, 16 because I covered this one already. Let's go to the 60, first of the 16 questions, and the first one is from Michael. You said before that I can put a high-flow CAD in as long as it meets the requirements. What are the, sorry, what requirements? Uh, what's a link to the website or the name of the document that they are contained in? Uh, you'd be looking for emission standards. I don't have a link, but I can look for it for you. I imagine you'll find it in the light truck and passenger vehicle standards guide that is used by, um, by mechanics and inspectors and police, but uh, I believe that's the document you're going to be looking for. It should be uh, fairly easy to locate. So easy, in fact. I'll look for it right now. Uh, light truck and passenger vehicle. Hey, passenger light duty vehicle inspection standard. I'm downloading it now. I probably, Every time I look for it, I probably download this PDF, but it's 1,094 kilobytes, and I probably have six terabytes of it on the network, maybe. Let's see if emissions is covered in this document. We'll be right back with your regular scheduled program after I find out if emissions is covered in this document. Emissions. Exhaust. Because emissions does not come up. Exhaust. 14, exhaust system. Additional inspection procedures. Le so uh, here, let's see. Minor leaking and resulting in suit tracks are normal. Joints, exhaust systems, manifold. Uh, you reject if it's broken, cracked, leaking, loose or missing. Muffler, cracked, perforated. So there's a whole bunch of stuff here. The OEM muffler or one that meets the OEM standard is required on every vehicle. So there's some links out there. So I will let you do the deep dive. It is there. There's links out as to what is required. It, now, this is muffler. Um, you said catalytic converter. Let's, let's see if catalytic. Catalytic. Da, da, da. I want to make a song now. Did I spell catalytic correctly? No. Try again. Nah, it's there. Resonator, catalytic converter in particular, trap, cracked, perforated, leaking, patched in any manner, industry standard. Okay, so there's some information there and it also links out. Cool. Michael, enjoy the, uh, the ride of reading this PDF. Uh, host, Elma, okay, so Elma, question about stealth camping, hot tent, just off the highway, fine. I do not know enough about stealth camping, camping require, I don't camp. Uh, I've never enforced anything in relation to this, so I can't give you any information because I could not tell whether or not it would be accurate uh, until after I'm told that I was inaccurate. So uh, I, I will uh, try and find some resources for you to find what the answer is, but I would say that generally speaking, not a good idea. Uh, I'm going to speak to you as just me, who says that's probably a bad idea. At very least, there are better places than highway. Highway is sort of a uh, 
uh, a dangerous place. Cars go off the highway. Uh, I don't know how stealthy and how close to a highway you're going to be. Um, and generally, you can't park on a highway. You can't park on a shoulder. So, yeah, I'm just going to say it's probably not a good idea. But uh, there are probably better resources than me for that particular topic since I know nothing about it. Uh, Jordan Crosby. Okay, here's the, here's some. He had two questions. So Jordan says, I've been thinking about school all year. What age is too old to pursue becoming a police officer? So I was, I first became a member of the Toronto Police Service in 2000. I was 25 years old, roughly. Um, and then I didn't become a police officer until I was 38, I think. I'd been with the service quite a, a while, and I became a police officer at 38. There were people in my class that were 52. Uh, I just watched a video from Pill Regional Police Recruiting. Uh, a gentleman who was an investment banker became a police officer. After 20 years in that industry, he'd been a police officer for four years now. Check it out on their TikTok. Um, it's, you know what? When it's too old when you don't think you can do it. As long as you think you can do it, you're half right. Then you just got to prove it yourself right. Okay. Oh, I, I said San Diego before. It's my brother-in-law, Diego, from Brazil, uh, asked, is there a penalty for overtaking on continuous double line? Crossing a double line uh, may not, or is not an offense on its own. May, doing a, something unsafe is. Dangerous driving, speeding, all those other, you're still eligible for tickets for the individual offense, but crossing the line itself is not against the law. Uh, the double line suggests, though, that it would be unsafe. It suggests that there's either no visibility because of a curve or a, a grade, you know, as a hill where the other side can't see you. It's kind of a bad thing to, to meet another vehicle head on because you're too impatient to wait till it's safe. Um, they're there for a reason. They're telling you something. But is it illegal? No, but you're responsible for everything that happens. And, of course, you're, you're uh, responsible for uh, unsafe maneuvers. A uh, lot of my biggest question about passing is the motivation. If you're doing the posted speed limit, why are you passing? If the person in front of you is doing 100 and it's a 100 kilometer an hour zone, why are you passing? Why is anyone breaking the law? Uh, unfortunately, we don't have photo radar or lasers from from uh, satellites that stop cars from speeding. Uh, maybe maybe one day in the future. Dr. Nick, following up on the car seat taxi conversation yesterday, what's your advice if you live in an area like me with no bus service and no taxi service, only Uber would come out here, town of a thousand people? Um, what advice? You don't break the law. Either bring your own child safety uh, restraint or your child seat for the appropriate uh, size and weight of the child. Um, if you're going to be taking them in a vehicle that is not exempt. And truthfully, if you want the safest thing for the child, because taxis get into collisions too, then use a child safety restraint. Uh, and they make fold-up ones, depending on the size of the child. An infant needs an infant seat, uh, seat to be safe. Uh, if you're talking about uh, a booster, there are travel boosters. I traveled to Europe. I used a, a, a booster that repositioned the child to be in the best position they could be uh, to utilize the seatbelt. They just needed to be repositioned and, and position the seatbelt so they wouldn't be injured. It met the requirements legally. Was it the safest option? It would have been better to have a bigger one. But this was a fold-up one for travel, and it was better and legal uh, than nothing. So you, you do what you can do to be as safe as you can be with the resources available. And if you're in an area that only has Uber, then a, a child safety restraint is what you need to have for the child to travel in said Uber. I hope that answers your question. Uh, as per usual, if it doesn't, or if you would prefer a different answer, ask me again. We'll see what you get. When you were talking about being a badge being 9-9, all I heard was the chant from Brooklyn 9-9-9-9. Uh, 
I, I, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I really think that's a wonderful show. And apparently one of the only ones where the NYPD truly um, checks in and, uh, and, and counsels them, which is really cool. Uh, what happens if you receive a letter from the police about complaints someone made about your driving? Well, you read the letter and you do what it says. If it says shape up, I would suggest shaping up. Um, if it was a letter that said you're being charged, well, then you need to figure out what's going on next. But chances are it's an information letter to let you know that we know that somebody said what they said. It doesn't mean you did it. It means that it was said. Um, if we could lay a charge based on information provided, we probably would. So likely it's just a warning letter. Now, if you're a parent or the owner of a vehicle and you say, I wasn't there at that date, time, and location, did you loan the car to somebody? Maybe you're loaning the car to someone who's being silly behind the wheel. And this is really a good wake-up call for parents when they get a letter saying that their uh, their vehicle was involved in a certain date, time, and location that they never were. Maybe on that date and time, uh, little Bobby or Billy or Sue or Martha or whoever uh, said that uh, they were going to Toronto, but they ended up in Halifax. I don't know. Well, Halifax is probably wrong. We wouldn't be getting the letter. In any case, uh, what I'm trying to say is it's good information. Now, that information will make it as a linked report to your license. So if you were, not your license, but your license plate. Uh, so if something were to happen in the future, we would be looking and saying, hey, this has happened before. This is, this is part of driving behavior that is common for this vehicle. And then, you know, we call that a clue. 90 underscore C1500. What happens when out-of-province vehicles with illegal tinted front windshield is in Ontario? It's an unsafe vehicle. We'll take you off the road. There's no exemption for unsafe vehicles. It's unsafe. Um, now, could an officer employ some level of discretion? They could. Uh, could they tell you you're not allowed to drive? They could. It, it depends. Uh, I'm not aware of a province other than the Yukon territories that allow front tinted windshield. So if you're in a province that also supports that windshields are illegal, uh, there's no there's there's no justification for any kind of any kind of benefit or, or leniency or uh, what's the word I'm looking for discretion. I would just write you the ticket and probably take your, your license plates. Um, let's see here. Okay, question from Kath Hodds. When I learned to bike ride, I was told no riding on sidewalk. Many do it now, illegal or not. Depends where you are. In the city of Toronto, if you are under the age of 14, you can. In fact, ride on the sidewalk, you must do it safely. You can't interfere with pedestrians. It'd be unsafe because there's tickets for that too. If you are 14 or over, you're not allowed to. Or if you're on an e-bike, you're never allowed to. First of all, e-bike riders must be at least 16 years of age. But uh, you, you can't. Now, York Region might have different rules. Uh, other other cities, bylaws are bylaws, and they're different everywhere. Uh, way back when, it used to be based on the diameter of the tire, and then everyone got smart and said, I don't want to drive on the road. I want to be on the sidewalk. I'll buy myself a folding bicycle, and I'll be fine. And they were until they changed the law because too many people were using the sidewalks, which are meant for pedestrians and those who are, need access and mobility and safety separation from the road. And if you're on a bicycle, you're on a motor vehicle, not a motor vehicle, but a vehicle, and you should be on the road. Yeah. Sanjay, where are you allowed to stunt drive? We sort of touched on this question being uh, a question about 10 minutes ago. And the answer is on a racetrack, on an area which has been um, sanctioned at an event that was improved and insured, and you have all sorts of people. Stunt driving is dangerous, and that's why it's not legal. Also destroys property. So uh, you can't do it on private or public property unless it is an event that is approved or a racing track is tra racing tracks are exempt. 
Uh, what is this question? BTN Dre, what are your thoughts on a car meets? On Oh, I added an uh that did not exist. What are your thoughts on car meets if nobody is doing anything illegal? I think they're awesome. I used to find myself in parking lots with motorcycle people because I ride motorcycles. I used to. I haven't ridden in years since my crash. But um, I used to go to the coffee shop and we'd all look at each other's bikes and we'd all have coffee and shoot the poop and it was great. So car meets, motorcycle meets, and social activities, you know, as long as you're not doing anything illegal, there's nothing wrong with it. If you're taking your modified vehicle there and you're not doing anything illegal while you're there, but you're driving with an illegally modified vehicle onto the road, expect that you're probably going to get investigated and you're probably going to um, get charged. And even if you weren't doing anything illegal other than being there with your illegally modified vehicle. Yeah. Jordan Crosby, this was the second question. I knew I saw a second one. What are the drive? What was the driving factor in you becoming a police officer? Best part of the job, worst part of the job. Um, best part of the job, but worst part of the job. Okay, driving factor. I wanted. First of all, I have a. I have a. a my father's cousin was a federal agent, FBI guy. Uh, he had been a police officer before that, and uh, he was he was an inspiration. But I think I was already hooked on Chips, uh, the television show from the seventies and eighties. I wanted to be a motor cop, and I became a motor cop. So, in terms of having that. That childhood dream, I've satisfied it, and it is, it is awesome to be able to say, this is what I wanted to do. I did it. Now I can do whatever. You know, I, Actually, I wish I was still doing it. I, I really miss being out on the road and doing that. But uh, in any case, I wanted to help people. I wanted to serve my community. I wanted to do something important. I wanted to do something that meant something. I wanted to leave a legacy of, of service. Uh, you, know, you, can, you can go and do something. You can just go to work. Or you can do work that matters and impacts people and changes things and improves lives. What's the best part of the job? Uh, doing good stuff. I, I've said it before. It is incredibly addictive to do good stuff and feel good. So I say that doing good stuff and feeling good uh, and, and is a selfish act because I get the benefit of it, but I'm benefiting other people to get that, that, that win. Um, it, it's great to help people. It really feels good. You make a difference. And... Uh, you don't need to get thanks and a pat on the back to feel that. When you do a good thing, you know you did a good thing, and that's enough. Uh, the worst part of the job is seeing people at their worst, seeing people suffering, seeing people uh, victims of crime, victims of uh, of of, uh, of loss, um, which is a crime in a, in, a, in a sense. It is it is terrible to see people suffer and not be able to help them because you can't always fix everything. You can't make someone undead. Uh, apparently, there's rules about that. In all seriousness, you, you can't fix everything. And uh, sometimes you're there just to console. And, 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 and some of that uh, rubs off on you, you know, you, like a sponge. You, we, we experience things, and, and it takes a little bit of you away every time, right? You, you, there's only so much trauma uh, and, and bad stuff you can see and loss you can endure. So that's the worst part, seeing people suffer. And sometimes, again, it, 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 it impacts you, and, and um, there are people who don't work anymore because they've been exposed to too much. So you give a little bit of yourself every time you're out there. And it's it's worthy to contribute of yourself that way, I think. I think that's something that is that is commendable. You know, we go, we, we, we put ourselves out there, and there's some scars, right? That this job is not, is not all good times, but it is the best job ever. So with that, if you're interested in getting into some heavy stuff, um, you know, if you're, if you're interested in a life of service, uh, it's not just a, a job to, to join, to get a paycheck and benefits. Uh, it is very much a, a job to, uh, to serve others, to do something that's worthwhile. 
You can join by going, you can apply to join. I can't guarantee you'll get in, but you can apply to join uh, and become a police officer by going to our website, tps.ca forward slash careers. Put that on screen. There we go. Uh, but that's not the only way to serve. You can be a parking enforcement officer, special constable, comms operator, and a whole whack of, depending on the day of the week. Today, there's only two that are showing up. Senior programmer and communications operator. Uh, these are ways to support the police so we can do what we need to do uh, by keeping, you know, uh, our, 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 what is this person going to be doing? Let's have a look. 102 to 1, call it 1025 to 1186. Uh, they're looking for someone who can design and code complex new programs and modify uh, and do modifications to complex existing systems and according to requirements, determine requirements, blah, blah. There's a lot of stuff that I know nothing about. Okay. Uh, in any case, if that sounds like you and you want to join an amazing uh, or make an, an amazing career for yourself, and this, is, this isn't a uh, getting get out kind of thing. We're talking about uh, a life of service. And you can start as, as a senior programmer. You may, you may decide... In the future, you want to be a police officer. And, you know, once you're in, you're in. You can transfer with do different jobs. Uh, you, you you won't get bored here because there's always something to do. Truly. Okay. We have. If you could be. Oh, it's so interesting. So 23 Mike uh, on Instagram says, if you could give your younger self advice upon beginning your career, what would it be? That's a great question. And the, the, the answer is, is um, uh, hmm, take more courses, go further in school, uh, be in better health longer. And I should have called in sick the day that, <laughs> before I got hit by a car. Uh, in all seriousness, I've enjoyed everything I've done and I, and I will continue to do what I'm doing. Uh, you know, I, I'm, already, I'm, already, I'm already doing it. I, like, what, what could I have done? Really? Um, I could have I could have uh, run more. Then my knees would hurt. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Um, at the end of the day, I'm very happy with what I'm doing, and I really can't complain. So there's nothing that I would really pivot and change, other than uh, um, maybe I could have uh, you know given uh, gotten a note where my wife lived, and I could have met her uh, a few years earlier, uh, just just so we would have had um, we had more time. You know, I got married late. I got. Uh, I got on a job sort of later. I, maybe I would have told myself to uh, to run sooner and not get comfortable in the job that I was doing because I really did have a good fun time in courts. Court services is a great job. That's where I started my paid service with the service. And my paid service for the service, yeah. And uh, maybe that's the advice. Interesting. Thanks for asking these questions that I want in. Uh, you know, for asking these questions. I don't think about this stuff very often. I ask other people these questions, but I never think about them myself. Okay, can a cop give... A ticket for modifications to a car while it's parked and turned off. Um, so just no, it has to be operated on the highway, or we have to have we have to know or have seen you. So if you if you're parked on the side of the road, uh, or not on the side of the road, but you're parked in a parking lot, and I never saw you get there, I can just, I, I can't I have to be able to say that I saw you get there, or I would wait for you to leave and then um, I, I could give you the ticket. It has to be operated on the on the on the road. Uh, now, I'll give you a quick story. I remember uh, prior to becoming a police officer, I was in the liquidation business. I had skids and skids, like truckloads of underglow. And I was selling it because I wasn't a cop and I wasn't worried about law. I was worried about selling all these these underglow uh, things. You know, we talk about uh, whether it's legal or not. I wasn't even on my radar. It was well before I was a police officer. Anyway, uh, the story is that I was at Dark Nights, which was an event in Markham. And we're selling this underglow. 
That's all we had, was just tons of this stuff. Anyway, uh, cars were getting towed away because they knew the police were outside. They called their own tow trucks to avoid driving off the property and being uh, ticketed and uh, losing their plates. There you go. Uh, boom, 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 boom. So we talked about this. Uh, I under, what's this? Okay, here we go. Michael L. wants to know, I understand front plate for normal cars, but for hyper cars like Bugattis that you could see from a mile away, isn't that a bigger way to identify the vehicle in itself? None of them have a front plate. All of them need a front plate. If they're registered in Ontario, they are issued two plates and you have to have them. Uh, I Just because you have a Bugatti and it's identifiable as a Bugatti doesn't mean it's my Bugatti, your Bugatti, everyone's, uh, whose Bugatti is it? If, if we're only talking about identifying it from the front plate and we're saying that because it's a fancy car and it's easily identified as a fancy car, we reduce our ability to search for them? Uh, yeah, but we, 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 so if we start looking for all Bugattis uh, that are purple, because I saw a purple Bugatti running past a, an intersection on video, I would do a search for all Bugattis. But now I've not only got to look for all Bugattis in Ontario, I've got to look at all Bugattis on the planet, essentially. Because who knows where they took that Bugatti from? Is it a real Bugatti? I need the license plate. Long, long, I'm giving you a baloney response. The real response is it has to have a plate. If you don't have a plate, you're going to get a ticket for no plate. If you get lots of tickets to no plate, you're probably going to get sent to, to by a way of uh, a summons to court to justify to a JP why you don't want to follow the rules. And plates, tickets add up. Eventually, you're going to get uh, an insurance premium increase because you don't follow rules. And you might find yourself, well, who knows? They, they, I, I believe they could even send you to jail for it. That's what somebody told me. Eh, are they right? Are they wrong? Will it ever happen? Probably not. Uh, probably won't happen. I don't think anyone's going to jail for front plates, but I'd like to see the day when, when we do. I'd like to see people actually held accountable for rules. Uh, Banky. Banky? Bank, ban, Banky? Yeah, Banky. Uh, what happens if I hear, sorry, what if I don't hear a fire truck siren behind me when I'm driving because I have loud music? Well, first of all, if your music is really too loud, you should reevaluate your life. <laughs> think about it. You're hurting your hearing. Uh, but the truth is you should be looking for the flashing lights. We also find fire trucks uh, are, are, are not only are they running multiple um, sirens, they, they are really hard not to hear uh, and see because they have like a, they're like a Christmas tree. They're so bright. Um, you'd have a hard time justifying that you didn't hear or see or feel because many of them have these these howler, uh, uh, rumbler sirens. Howler? I don't know. It's one of the two. You feel them. They actually they actually emit such sound at such low uh, I'm going to say octaves or low uh, frequency that it, it rumbles. There's no excuse. Either pay attention to your mirrors, your windows, or turn down the music and don't destroy your hearing. Uh, DD wants to know, if you get your license suspended for non-payment of ticket, how long does it take to back? You pay and it takes, you have to pay the fines, plus you have to pay a reinstatement fee, and it takes about four business days, from my understanding, to actually uh, get it released and, and back on the system. So that, that's, that's the story. It may have changed. Maybe they're faster now with the, you know, the, the new internet uh, algorithm for the MT. I don't know. I do not know. Uh, can I ask for a supervisor doing a pullover if I can see? Uh, can you ask for a supervisor? Oh, so you think that the police officer pulling you over and giving you a ticket is unfair and you want to call a sergeant uh, to dispute it? Uh, you can request one, doesn't mean one is coming. Um, this is not the place to argue. What you should do is take your ticket, 
uh, no, sir, yes, sir, three bags full, sir, and take it to court. File a complaint after the fact. But tying up a police officer on the side of the road and then calling for another police officer who is their superior to attend because you don't think you deserve a ticket is a waste of everybody's time. Uh, quite frankly, and you may not be treated nicely. And I'm not saying that it's right or or that you're wrong, or I'm just saying at the side of the road is not the place to argue about whether or not you like what's going on. You probably don't. Getting a ticket sucks. And if you don't think you're, you're uh, uh, guilty or deserving of a ticket, take it to court. Or if you think that it's such egregious behavior from the police officer, go directly to a police station and file a report. But standing at the side of the road with the person that you don't like the treatment of or by, why would you stay there and continue and in, in, in make that longer? So you can always ask, uh, I would say that based on uh, the state of affairs with uh, with just that not being generally available, uh, you're, you're, it's not the right way to do it. Okay. Uh, what is this? What are the requirements to drive slow moving vehicle on the road? Is it just an orange triangle? Uh, it, first of all, does your vehicle qualify as a slow moving vehicle? It's a very specific uh Situation and there is a pilot project for slow moving vehicles. Um, let's see here, slow moving vehicle pilot, Ontario. Low speed vehicle pilot program. Google that. Low speed vehicle pilot program. Details are there and it's. Pilot program allows low-speed vehicles that meet certain requirements to be used on roads in Ontario with a maximum speed limit of 50 kilometers an hour. Municipalities must pass bylaws to allow them, so it's not every road. Low-speed vehicles or LSVs should check with their local municipality to find out if their LSV can be used. This is um, To register a low-speed vehicle, you will need a completed and signed low-speed vehicle registration declaration form. Uh, it, 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 the form states that you acknowledge the low-speed vehicle program, the operating requirements under the program, the low-speed vehicles have fewer safety features, uh, and that they are less safe than a passenger car. Uh, you have to have a million dollars minimum liability coverage, medical rehab, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, full G license or higher, odometer, speedometer, windshield, defrosting and defogging, headlights, turn signals, mirrors, parking brakes, seatbelts. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff here. whole bunch of stuff. Check it out. So, no, it's not just a triangle. <laughs> Uh, what is this? How much space does a PC have on TPS data center? I have no idea what you mean. How much space? Do, do you mean like how much hard drive space do I have on the server? I, I don't know. I probably use more than the average person. Can a G1 driver drive the section of the Highway 7? Can a G1 driver drive the section of Highway 7 between Pickering and Whitby? I don't know what that section is called, Kevin. Uh, however, there are exceptions to whether or not, because uh, it if it's something that would normally be 80 but goes over 80 uh, for a short stretch, that's likely under the exemption. If you go to the uh, MTO handbook for uh, for driver's license, there's a listing of those. Uh, there you go. That would be the thing. Oh, the speed limit there is 80. You, well, you can do 80. You can't go over 80. G1 driver. If the speed limit is 80 there, then you can go 80. 80 is permitted. You can't go on expressways with a speed limit over 80. 80 is acceptable. Don't speed. And of course, you still need your your uh, your accompanying supervising driver. You must be accompanied. If you're watching, you don't know who I am. My name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff all the time. Most of the time, I have the answers. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's stuff I've never talked about. Today, I had to phone a friend uh, because I got a question before the show about uh, towing heavy trailers. 
trailers that are over 4,600 kilos? That was a big question. It was a heavy question. I didn't know the answer. I had to phone a friend. It happens. I know a lot of stuff, but I don't know all the stuff. As an automotive technician, do I have any requirements to report when a customer admits to breaking the law? What do you mean? Guns? Drugs? Uh, uh, what? What do you mean? I mean, listen, are you obligated to uh, by law to, uh, to, to deal with it? No, I am as a police officer. Should you because you care about your fellow human and you want safety and you want people to be law-abiding? Uh, listen, if, you, if you're a mechanic and you're going to take a vehicle that is unsafe and allow it to go back on the road... Uh, that's a problem. I'd call police. I'd, be, I'd, I'd call police. We, we have the authority to stop them. You don't. Uh, but I don't know if you're obligated through your licensing or anything else. I'm, I'm truly not aware. Uh, but as a human being who lives and works in, uh, in, a, in a city where people live and work, I, I'd, I'd be doing your part. That's just the right thing to do. Uh, DJ wants to know, hello, what is the fine for having a license plate covered or completely off ticket for each? If you have an obstructed or dirty or um, obscure plate, if it's $110. Covered, dirty, whatever. Completely off, like a front plate, it's not described as per regulation, $110. Fail to display two plates, uh, yeah, $110. You could get dirty plate, obscured plate, and if you didn't have a front plate in addition to that, uh, another, so you can get $220 in tickets for, for having no front plate and having a dirty or, or obscured rear plate. Absolutely. Cameron. Where's Cameron's question? It went away. Here we go. Let me flag that so I don't lose it again. Cameron wants to know, new community speed cameras are being spray painted over. Is there a way to clean them up? Report it to 311. They'll send the crew. They will, they will clean it up. That's, and that's a good thing to do. Uh, those cameras help the community. Those cameras make the community safer or at very least ding the people who are choosing to put people's lives at risk. And uh, they're, they're doing great work. I wish we had police officers that could be at every corner all the time um, covering, you know, enforcing the rules. We just don't have the ability to do that. But could you imagine how, how, how safe it would be if cops were on every corner? Just saying. Vote for more cops. Uh, just to clarify, wheelies are okay for private property because in Section 172 it says all tires not in contact with the highway. Wheelies are not uh, are, are not uh, permitted. It's still considered stunt driving. I know it says highway. Uh, it's stunt driving. Stunt driving applies to all roads now and all private property. So wheelies uh, would still be, even though they, I would say that you've you've identified a wording thing, but the spirit of law uh, would be the same. I don't I don't believe that that would be. Uh, any kind of exemption because, oops, they forgot a word. No. Uh, I can tell you that we can get things amended. We can get things d discussed in court. We can we can articulate ourselves. Um, I don't think that's a big deal. But I think you identified something that should be changed, ideally, but I don't think it carries any weight. I'm not a lawyer. I could be wrong. Uh, Raddick says, and by the way, I met Raddick. Raddick, good to see you. Uh, I met Raddick at Humber College. I uh, hope I didn't. Uh, it says Humber. Hey, look at that. Uh, good morning. Can I pass an emergency vehicle which has its emergency lights on if it's traveling below the speed limit? P.S. It was awesome running into you outside of Humber a couple days ago. It was awesome. Uh, man's got a, a, a solid handshake too. Uh, it was good. It was good to meet you. Uh, I was. It, it was funny. Just after uh, I, I, I was speaking with you and you took off to your car, someone came out and said, "Holy moly! I follow you on TikTok." It was a good good night. I spoke to a class there uh, that was that uh, that started in the evening. Good times. Okay, uh, passing an emergency vehicle. You know, this is one of those things. 
Uh, if they, they, it could be that they didn't remember. They're not. They're, they, they forgot to turn them off. It's, it's an unusual situation. I would be very weary about passing a, uh, a, a vehicle with its lights on. Uh, I have pulled up beside to say, "Hey, uh, your lights are on," and they go, oh, "Thanks, turn them off." Or they go, or, "Why do they have them on if they're not going and doing anything?" It's, it's kind of weird. It's, if they're going to an emergency situation, uh, you, you should not be passing them. Now, I, I don't know if that. Uh, I want to. Oh, hmm. Is there anything? This is where I'm like, any uh, anybody watching who knows the definitive answer to this? I want to pull this up because the lights mean something, right? Hang on a second. I don't think this is going to. No, it's not going to. Um, I, I would say don't do it. Listen, if it's, again, I think it would be more likely than not a situation where they forgot to turn them off. Doesn't make sense that we turn our lights on and go slow. Okay. So taxi drivers don't have to wear seatbelts. No requirement for a car seat. Why isn't there some sort of special collision avoidance driver's license to go along with that? Um, so taxi drivers don't have to wear a, a seatbelt if passengers are in the back. And I wonder if there's a speed rate, uh, regulation. It's one of those things that it's so rare that anyone utilizes this. Seatbelts. Uh, where's the exemption? Drive while passenger? No. Is the exemption going to be here? No, it's going to be under 106 sub 2. Uh, and the air is silent. And the internet is slow. 106.2? Is that what I said? I think that's what I said. Seatbelt, 106. I'm looking for the exemptions. How to wear. Exemption. Okay, does not apply to a person who's driving a motor vehicle in reverse, who holds a certified legal qualified medical practitioner, blah, 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 blah. So someone with a doctor's note that's uh, huh, engaged in work that requires him or her to alight from... Reentry. So someone doing okay. If, so if you're doing, uh, you know, deliveries, they they've changed the wording. I think who is actually engaged in work, which requires him or her to alight from and reenter a, a motor vehicle at frequent intervals, and the motor vehicle does not travel at a speed exceeding forty kilometers an hour. Um, talked about that. I'm looking for taxi. I don't see that exemption anymore. That's weird. I gotta look it up later on, Chase. We'll look we'll look deeper into that. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. What time is it? Ooh, five minutes more. MV. If a, if, ah, that's a good question. If a cop pulls someone over for speeding and reduced speed, can they revert it back during court? Yes, they can because we flag it as a, as a, uh, as a reduced ticket and the evidence reflects the actual speed traveled. And then notes the charging amount. So I say that you were doing 100 and uh, we'll, we'll say a, a 120 and 100, but I charged you for 115 and 100 because I reduced it so you wouldn't get points, that kind of thing. Yes, could we have it, uh, we could ap apply to have it uh, uh, appeal um, amended to reflect the original speed. Much easier not to amend it. It's, it's much easier not to drop it and just give you the actual ticket though. Aha, we got the Grinch. Morning all and happy Friday and happy Thanksgiving weekend. Don't eat too much turkey. Yes, especially because it makes you tired. What is that? What is that? The uh, someone, someone out there knows what the, uh, the, the, the component within or the, the active ingredient in, which I forgot the name of, and probably know it after we turn off the stream, but I can't remember right now. 
can't remember what it's called. Cameron has a far, uh, another question. Question. Neighbor car and driveway with stereo blasting to rattle houses. The is it a vehicle infraction? If they're not on the road, it's not a vehicle. It's not an HTA infraction. If they're on the highway, it is. If they're on the the, the out in their driveway, then it's a bylaw infraction, and uh, you can still be a police matter in some situations. Uh, the the situation is, I would first talk to them, like, hey, like kids got to sleep, trying to work at home, you're making my life hell. Uh, or, or you maybe get a competing stereo and play Barry Manilow. I'm sure they'd love that. Uh, I know, I know. Well, no, I can't listen to Barry Manilow. Anyway, uh, but it's it's that particular offense requires the vehicle to be operated on the road. Okay, uh, Salt Creep. Are there officers with? Oh, are there officers that just deal with taxis and Ubers? No, we don't have a dedicated taxi or Uber enforcement group. Maybe we need one. Um, the truth is I, I would deal with anybody on the road that is violating the law. And we have lots of officers who deal with Ubers and taxis, but they also deal with everybody in between. Uh, seriously, Clark, can I get a ticket for my peeling plate? It is part of the B-Series and a few letters just like, yes, you can. Um, now, B-Series are usually covered under warranty, even though they are quite aged. Aged. Uh, it was extended to seven years instead of the regular five, but uh, if you haven't dealt with it and you do deal with it, you go to an actual ministry location as opposed to one of their uh, franchises because they have these these licensed, privately owned locations. Go to an actual location and they should cover it even though I've heard many, many people tell me that they're not being charged for B-Series because they've been acknowledged as being defective. Johnny Wozy, are you allowed to have modified exhaust if it's below the 95 decibel limit? Oh, okay, and just to follow up, uh, J.D. says the City of Toronto has bylaw officers that focus on taxis and uh, public transport, PTC companies uh, that work out of, uh, so there's, a, there's a, they have a, police officers don't have a dedicated group, but there are bylaw officers who do, which is good. So modified exhaust, so the 95 or, 90, it's actually 92 decibels uh, idle is what the bylaw for motorcycles is. A modified exhaust uh, is supposed to be 70, uh, or an exhaust, I believe, is 74 decibels. So 95 decibels is way too loud. Uh, what do we have here? How far am I allowed to drive with a temporary license plate insurance? How far? It's based on 10 days. Temporary plates are good for 10 days. How far? There's no, I'm not aware of any distance. Uh, are... LED integrated turn signals legal on a motorcycle. You have to be able to to see, to discern the difference between the brake light and the signal. If the brake light is a single dot and there's two tiny pimples on either side of that dot, we wouldn't see it. That's not that's not legal. It has to be, and I don't know why people are so eager to mess with their their safety equipment. Uh, not okay. I, I'd, I'd lay a ticket for that. Uh, TJ Khan, how to tell? What is this? <laughs> How to tell a police officer on duty not to text or use mobile device while driving? Are they exempt? Yes, they are exempt. They are legally permitted to use their handheld communication device to a radio and computer. Um, so you can tell them it's not safe, but they can also tell you it's legal for them because it is. Now, we have policies where we should be pulling over in many cases uh, because we want people, if not for an emergency or, uh, you know, not to use... Texting is not a great way to communicate, but some officers don't have in uh, onboard computers in their police car. Those those 
phones are their issued police device for doing police work and they're running a plate in front of them and that's what they're using. Uh, so that is, uh, it is legal and it doesn't look good. People get upset, but it's absolutely necessary for the police work we're doing. Can cops make me pop my hood to check for mods? Yes, we can. We can, we can, uh, uh, we can make you or we can perform an inspection and you must comply with that inspection. And if you refuse, there's a ticket for that as well. Um, oh, Ryan. Uh, oh, here, let's see here. Ryan was been watching videos of uh, the G20. Uh, why should police, sorry, why, sh why trust police when they're convicted of uh, criminal serving in the Toronto Police Service? Uh, that's not my department. I'm not going to talk about that stuff. Uh, why should you trust the police? Because the police are here to help. Uh, people during the G20 protesting who uh, who did stuff and things or didn't take direction, whatever the case may be. I wasn't working that, uh, so I'm not going to comment on it. Highway 7 is not controlled access. Highway 407 is a controlled access highway. Uh, highway 7 is not a controlled access highway, correct? 407 is a control. What is, I don't know what the context of this, Michael. Uh, maybe there was another comment earlier. However... Um, the 401 is a controlled access highway. We're talking expressways. Controlled access highways are generally uh, expressways. Okay, question from Cameroon. Nova Scotia has highway posted limits that are at 110. Any chance we'll see higher limits on Ontario? We do have some highway stretch stretches of highway that are 110. Obviously, there are there are very few of them. It's very short runs. Uh, I don't know why we need to go faster. People are unfortunately choosing to speed anyway. And my concern is if it's 110 instead of 100, will people just go faster? Uh, actually, I, th I think they will. There have been studies that say they won't, and I think those studies are inaccurate. I just don't believe it. Uh, it's easy to, to manipulate studies. People can bend the truth. Sean, what is the purpose of the center turning lane? My my BP shoots up, oh, my blood pressure shoots up when people use the lane to bypass backed up traffic to get to the night, uh, next light. It's, there's a charge for improper use of center turning lane. I've laid it uh, many times with my partner, John. Uh, shout out to John. Hope you're doing well. Uh, but yeah, it, it's absolutely not permitted. Uh, there's, there's, it's one thing when the left turn lane, the center lane where there's the, the, the line cut out, um, shows that or is full like you're gonna be the next car i don't have a problem with someone doing that but if you're passing 60 cars waiting to do it properly and you're just the bonehead who's impatient uh you you, you get a ticket and then you get you probably get a couple of tickets because chances are if you do that there's so much else that you're doing um yeah just saying uh garad hod says please answer my question actually says sir please answer my question is it legal if I have two driver's licenses on Ontario and Alberta no it's not you can only have one license when you come from Alberta and you move to Ontario or vice versa you trade in your license you give up your first you get your other and vice versa if you carry in fact it's, it's an offense for having to carrying two and so on especially what you see one of the things people do is they get a license in another province because they're they're suspended somewhere so they think they're smart and they go somewhere else that's I would imagine one of the reasons why it's not legal you only need one if you move and you move back and forth, you keep switching them. Uh, dad joke flagged for a few minutes from now. Cause it's 1104. So no new questions. Uh, I will be, it's not melatonin separate thing. What is it? It's going to bug me. So I'm going to Google. This was the, the active ingredient or chemical in Turkey. Why does Turkey 
Starts with a T, I think. Does turkey make you sleepy? And it's going to be an L or a T? Tryptophan. That's what it is. It was T. New T. And I doubted myself. Tryptophan. Not MSG, not melatonin. Hey, zombie had it right. Tryptophan. See, I just had to read a few lines down. Um, ingredients that produce melatonin. So the Grinch gets half points for melatonin. Uh, let's see here. The show has fostered a lot of discussion here. None of it really useful and lots of questions I will not share. <laughs> okay. Uh, Art Manilo. Oh, Mandy. Why are you speaking? <laughs> Uh, almost 11 o'clock, guess you're watching. I, I, I want to watch Loki tonight. And I want to watch the last, I still have not watched uh, Ashoka. Ashoka. Let's see here. Doug Allen says, happy Friday. Have a safe long weekend. Hopefully we set records low for charges this long weekend. Fingers crossed. It's not because we're not going to be looking for impaired drivers, but I hope there are none to arrest. That is the goal. Uh, let's see here. Scott. Watching police pull up behind heavily tinted plate covers and never pulling them over is a very good question. I pull them over. If I see them, I pull them over. My drive haven't been on the road for five years, so I used to pull them over. I uh, Usually it started with a, hey, did you know that's not legal? And here's an opportunity, even offering them a screwdriver very often. Take it off and I won't give you a ticket. And that was it. And then some people said, I will do what I want. And I'll say, here's your ticket. So why don't others do it? Because that is... Well, I won't say why. I will say that it's possible that they're assigned to something else, looking for something else, not paying attention to that particular offense because they're looking for other offenses. Maybe their eye is on the ball looking for cell phones and they're not looking at license plates. But I do believe, I strongly believe that this will become more and more of an issue as automated license plate readers fail to read plates because of them. And uh, I think you'll find that police officers will start writing more and more of these tickets. And there was a period of time when we were doing blitzes on these and we were just taking like huge numbers on them. Peeling plates, obstructed plates, tinted plates, big problem. Um, but we are always looking for the stuff that leads to serious injury and death more. And these don't actively do it on their own. They, they may create conflict or problems after a collision and someone takes off, but they themselves don't incur or create the damage. Uh, Akela says, as always, stay safe and remember, don't have a good day, have a great day. Our great turkey day this weekend. And he's going to Port Dover. Very nice. Happy uh, Port Dovering. Oh, question is, can a cop ask me to show my documents without giving me a reason why they are stopping me? If I stop you and you were driving a motor vehicle, you are obligated to surrender your driver's license, your ownership, and your insurance. And that can be done even if you have not broken the law because I am entitled to pull you over to ensure that you are licensed, insured, sober, and or to check the status of your vehicle to ensure that it's safe. Nothing else. You're the driver. That is part of the obligations of being a driver. Uh, don't eat turkey and drive because it's tryptophan, which releases melatonin. Yes. And you know what? Fatigue is a major problem. People get too tired to drive. They have micro-sleeps. Have you ever done this? You're, you're driving and you catch yourself and you that is a indicator that you should not be driving. And some people sing and open the window and drink coffee, and I've done it because I've been there so tired. But I've also pulled up on the way home from a night shift to see someone asleep at the wheel and assume that they're drunk and then go through the process of, of uh, you know, 
uh, waking this person up and having them drive into something or waking them up uh, or getting them into a, a, a parking situation and then calling for a car to do a, a breath sample just to find out that they were really, really tired. And I got to give credit to where credit is due. Some people are out there really trying, working, just grinding. The guy that I'm talking about when I say fall asleep at the wheel, he was an Uber driver. He works a full-time job and then he works Uber on the side to feed his family because times are tight. I get it. He went home and he went home safe. Um, and it was a lesson in you got to take care of yourself. You know, If you're tired, go sleep somewhere. It is better than risking it to hurt somebody. I'm not saying you have to go get a hotel. I mean, you can pull over into a parking lot. You can take a power nap. 15 minutes does amazing things. Um, now I'm not saying drunk people should do that. I'm saying that tired people should do that. If you're drunk, do not drive. Will a tinted windshield pass safety? It should not. You cannot have any uh, tint on your windshield uh, and get certified. Zero tint permit on a windshield, 2017 or newer. 2016, you can have the tint strip across the top. That's it. So, no. A tinted windshield should not pass safety uh, and would get pulled over by police and possibly charged. Uh, no name says, can I drive? What is this? Can I drive on my own with a G2? Oh, I G G is, I hope so. That's what the license says you can do, so I hope you can do it. Yeah, you can. Uh, G2 license, there's conditions of zero blood alcohol content uh, and you, uh, you cannot have more than one passenger under the age of 20 for the first six months, uh, not have more than three passengers under the age of 20 in the second six months, and that's it. Saw a car with a gloss-painted dash, is that legal? I'm not I'm not aware of anything that would prevent you from having a gloss-painted dash. You look at some of these high-end cars, they've got like teak, that's like 17 coats of lacquer. Um, would it have glare? Yeah, is it illegal? No. Um, Ray Ray says, I think we should lobby for roadside seizures of plate covers. Hallelujah. I absolutely believe that that would be a phenomenal thing. I think we just tear it right off. You see it, rip it off. I think parking enforcement officers should be allowed to do it uh, to, to ticket vehicles that are parked that have plates or obstructed plates. I think that we should go at these things as hard and as quick as possible until they're all gone. Um, 100% I believe that. So it's not my it's not my call. It's just me, Sean, the voiceover cop, who, who thinks that it's not a, a policy, but I would totally support it if it was happening. Scott, what limits does your system have for checking info on plates from other provinces? We can see other provinces. We can see other countries. We can uh, link into uh, things from other, yeah, like from across the pond. We can check all sorts of stuff. And if we have to, we'll call the police there and we'll send messages through a, uh, a back channel to verify our identity and get the information we need. There's very little we can't see. Uh, it's amazing what the internet has made for the world. Uh, we don't have to send any carrier pigeons anymore. Those pigeons used to get tired. Okay, dad joke. To the person who stole my place in the queue, I'm after you now. <laughs> I like it. I like all these. First of all, Zombie brings up the, or brings the, the best jokes. Just the best jokes. We have the best jokes. Did you hear about the ghost who went to the drugstore to buy a box of bandages? He had a lot of boo-boos. Better than it could have been. Not as good as it should have been. I've been thinking about taking up meditation. I figure it's better than sitting around doing nothing. What kind of music do chiropractors like? Hip pop. Yeah. I like that one, actually. I know some chiropractors. I will not tell them that joke. Uh, 
All right, listen, have a great weekend. Stay safe, drive sober, no drugs, no alcohol, not ever. People always ask the question of, um, well, how many can I have before it's sick? I mean, everyone's different. Everyone's got a different way of dealing with alcohol and drugs. One person might uh, have the alcohol uh, leave their system and no longer have the effects of it uh, faster than another. That's because people are different. We've had people who looked sober and be four or five times the legal limit. We've had people being fall down lushes and just be barely over. People deal with alcohol differently. When you combine uh, alcohol with drugs, you get very different effects. Uh, alcohol and drugs together is a, uh, a situation that people don't really understand. Another thing is if you consume something and it doesn't feel like anything yet, like edibles, it takes a while for that to be absorbed into your system. Very often people say, I feel fine. Meanwhile, they've got a, a load of, uh, of drugs that's gonna hit their system and send them for a ride. It just hasn't happened yet. They decide to get behind the wheel of a car and then, woo, bad things are happening. Um, yeah, and then they end up going to jail. It's bad, it's bad. Uh, or they end up hurting somebody, which is worse. I, I'm not really worried about them going to jail. I'm, I'm worried about them hurting somebody. All right, listen, uh, I've said goodbye. I'm gonna say goodbye again, but here's the traffic song for your listening pleasure. And we do need to have a new version. Talking about making a new version. We need to do that. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians, look out for bikes, and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop at stop signs, look both ways, then go. Seatbelt, save your life indeed. And watch your driving, don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. That's it. That's all. I'm out of here. Have a great weekend.